I really feel that this episode is a long, long overdue. In fact, I cannot believe that I have not brought it up to your attention yet. Okay, so just in case you did not hear Monday's podcast episode, the Coffee and Cards Club is now open. However, it is open with a special, special price of just $7 for the first two weeks. However, you're not going to get access until February 14th, which is Valentine's Day, because I want to be a special day where you could be my Valentine and I could be yours. So the link will be in the show notes. Now, let's get right into this episode topic, which is all about health, okay? Health and wellness and things like that. So I have over 25 different issues that we're going to talk about today, and I'm going to give you the spiritual reason behind these issues and also an affirmation from Louise Hay that will help you hopefully remove some of those blocks and make some of these health issues just a little bit better. Now, before we get into all of this, I really have to put a major, major disclaimer out. And that is, I am not like a lot of the other spiritual teachers. We're just, they keep on saying over and over again that your health issues are a product of your thinking. Because I don't necessarily think that is true. I think maybe in a majority of cases that is true, but it's not true for everybody. And I want to give you some of the examples of it. And in one of them that I've talked about before is my elbows. So I had to have elbow surgery. And so that kind of sucked. Cubital tunnel, my my cubital nerve was smushed and those kinds of things. And then if you go inside of my handy dandy book, which is the Louise Hay book, it does talk about, oh, okay, this is the reason why that you have elbow issues. And I believe, actually, I have it right here. It says represents change directions and accepting new experiences. And but the thing is, I'm like really, really good at accepting new experiences. Like that's all I want. (laughs) but the thing is that didn't really resonate even if it did resonate and let's say oh it has to do with you know the you don't want to not eat chocolate anymore like you know even if it like if it was true the thing is my I know for a fact that my mind did not cause that issue with my elbow in fact recently I found out what it was I had injured my elbow because I was starting kickboxing and things like that. And my hands hurt too bad and my legs hurt too bad. So I started using my elbows. But I learned recently from a really amazing kickboxer that I was hitting my elbows incorrectly. And he was like, no, you're not supposed to hit the bag that way. You're supposed to hit it this way. Are you going to hit your elbow? Oh, my gosh. Yes, that is the reason why that I had to have the surgery on it. And it was so funny too, because spirit was telling me not to do it. And I was like, yes, I want to do it anyways. You know, I'm like the kid that's not listening. So I was like, oh my gosh, I should have listened. I was kickboxing with and doing it with my elbows so much that my elbows just had bruises all over them. And guess what I did? You think I stopped? No, I didn't. I just kept on going until where I really injured my nerve from doing it incorrectly. And then bam, now I have to have the surgery. Another personal example with me is going to be my shoulder. So I have um, tendonitis in my shoulder and also the starting of bursitis. And so you can look in here you can look in the Louise Hayes Heal Your Body reference, which we're going to be using today. But guess what? I got this because I was training at the gym and I had improper form with my dumbbells. So even though the, you know, Louise Hay might say, 
Heather, this is caused from blah, 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 blah. And you thinking blah, 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 blah. It's kind of like, um, was it really, or was it really caused from my improper form? Now you might be able to look a little bit more into that, but basically I'm just saying like, you have to look at some of the other options. This is only one of the options. And sometimes it can give you great insight. So you can actually change it that you can actually be like, oh my gosh, am I manifesting this going ahead and changing your way of thinking and then seeing if that ailment gets better. That is the 100% way of freaking realizing if it's going to work or not. So Another example that I have is Wayne Dyer. So Wayne Dyer was an amazing trailblazer in the self-help world and even in the spiritual world. And he also felt 100% that your thoughts create your reality. And I feel like he was really onto something and he wrote tons of books on it. And then he himself passed away from cancer. And so many of us would be like, oh, really? You passed away from cancer, but did you think about the cancer and you manifest the cancer that passed away? So I believe that he had a soul contract that he was going to get cancer and that's the way he was going to pass. So we have to think of other issues. It could be something that's like mine, where it's like you are going ahead and you are having this ailment because of something physical that you did, that you did to your body that caused it harm, like me. Or is it a soul contract, which I personally believe that Wayne Dyer had. So you as a soul and within your body were supposed to experience this health ailment. For what reason? I don't know. I think that when we come here and we, uh, we decide what we're going to go through. And I just think a whole bunch of us were just, I don't even know, like crazy. Okay. Because it, I know you're thinking the same thing. Like I signed up for this stuff. I know I'm thinking the exact same thing. Like I signed up for this. Are you sure? I signed the contract on duress. The other reason too is from past lives. So past lives, you may not have overcome these health issues. You might not have learned whatever it's trying to teach you or whatever, or there's something else that's connected to a past life. So we have to keep those into account as we're moving forward and we're going over some of these ailments. So I just want to give you a quick rundown of some of them that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about anxiety. We're going to talk about colds. We're even going to talk about breathing issues and eye issues. And we're going to be talking about fatigue, finger issues too, which is really interesting. Each finger tells you something different. Jaw, joints, knees, menopause, and even snoring, sneezers, all that stuff. So I am going to be using the Louise Hayes Heal Your Body um, book. I believe they still print this. It's still for sale. I will put the link in the show notes. And you know what we're going to get started on first? One of my favorite topics. If you've read my book, Anxiety to Angels, then you'll know I love anxiety. (laughs) No, I suffer from anxiety and I still do. I think it's way more mild than it was. All right. So anxiety. Louise Hay, basically, in order to create this little reference book that she has, she went ahead and she started recording with all the people that she would see, all the groups that she would see, and she would put together all of their health issues, and then she would figure out, okay, what do they all have in common? What kind of mental issues are they dealing with? And then she was a really big believer on affirmations, and she created an affirmation for each one of these, so I'm going to share them with you. All right, so now, anxiety not trusting the flow and the process of a life. Bam, 100%. When I had my anxiety and I was going through that whole ordeal and stuff like that, I was 100% not trusting the flow. It was not trusting life. And that is probably stemming from my childhood where I couldn't trust anything. Couldn't trust anyone. Couldn't trust anything that didn't happen. And then of course, the process of life. Oh my gosh, like what ha- life was definitely just beating me 
up, okay? So think about that, that if you have anxiety, like, are you trusting in yourself? Are you trusting in your higher power? Remember, a lot of times they say that anxiety is being anxious for the future. All right, so think about that. And if you do have anxiety, I want you to repeat this affirmation at least once a day. So what I would do if I were you is I would go ahead and say this affirmation every time like you go to the bathroom, okay? And when you're washing your hands, say this affirmation. I love and approve of myself and I trust the process of life. I am safe. I'm gonna repeat it. I love and approve of myself and I trust the process of life. I am safe. And now I can totally 100% see a little bit of why I still have that mild anxiety. And it's because do I truly love and approve of myself 110%? Maybe I'm in like the 90s. I really do. Maybe there's some things about myself that I really want to change. And that's the reason why I have that little bit of anxiety. Feel it in your heart. That one resonates with me. I really do feel that if I really loved, approved of myself more and trusted more in the flow and the process of life, which I pretty do, I would be able to get rid of a little bit of that extra anxiety that I have just sometimes. Okay. Next one we're going to talk about, and we will go into weight gain, but I really want to talk about appetite. So if you have an excessive appetite or if you have a loss of appetite. So if you have an excessive appetite, she says fear, needing protection, judging the emotions, Yes, it's completely fear-based. You know, they even say that too, like eating away your problems, emotional eating, those kinds of things. And then it says for the affirmation, I am safe. It is safe to feel. My feelings are normal and acceptable. I'm gonna repeat that. I am safe. It is safe to feel. My feelings are normal and acceptable. Now, if you don't have a big appetite, that says it's fear of protecting the self and not trusting life, okay? And this is going to be for people who even have eating disorders like anorexia and bulimia. And the affirmation is, I love and approve of myself. I am safe. Life is safe and joyous, okay? I just wanted to get that one out there just because it can help anybody else out. And you know what? Asthma has really been a big thing that I've been hearing a lot about. So I wanted to go over that one. And this is talking about that it's a smother love, inability to breathe for oneself, feeling stifled, suppressed, crying. This is like, wow. Like it's mind blowing to me because I remember getting diagnosed with asthma when I was a child. And that's exactly what I felt. I felt like I wanted to cry, but nobody was hearing me. I felt like my voice didn't matter. I just felt so incredibly sad. I felt so incredibly alone. And I just remember thinking when I was trying to breathe and I couldn't breathe, there was just so much smoke in the house because it was like Sundays at car time and all of my aunts and uncles and my grandmother and everybody was there in the small little baby apartment and everybody was just smoking like chimneys. And back then, you know, this was the eighties or whatever. They didn't really care that much and I couldn't breathe. And that's when they ended up taking me like to the urgent care, wherever they took me. And I was diagnosed with asthma for the first time. And this totally feels so incredibly true. So. If you or even maybe one of your children are going through this, then they can look in the mirror, maybe at bedtime before they go to bed, and they can repeat this affirmation. It's safe now for me to take charge of my own life. I choose to be free. And I'm repeat that. It is safe now for me to take charge of my own life. I choose to be free. Now, as I say that out loud, that's a very weird affirmation to have a child do. <laughs> so don't worry. I got you covered. 
they have an affirmation for children and it says this child is safe and loved this child is welcomed and cherished so going ahead and having your child your son your daughter your niece your nephew say it as if it were them which is i am safe and loved i am welcomed and cherished which is so funny because i definitely didn't feel welcomed and cherished um growing up so this 100 resonates with me i think it's kind of fun as you go through these even though you're not really suffering from them now you can look back and be like oh my god that's the reason why i had that because i totally felt that way when i was growing up okay so now the next one i don't know if anyone has this problem but basically what it is <laughs> I'm just like a little bit shy of saying it is any kind of like bladder problems, like having to go to the bathroom and those kinds of things. Cause I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm like that. And it says anxiety, holding on to old ideas, fear of a letting go being sorry. It's kind of a swear word being pissed off. Oh, I just freaking love it because you know what this is talking about? This is talking about if you have to go to the bathroom a lot or, you know, you're having those bladder issues and things like that. That's talking about something in the past that might be giving you anxiety for the future. So this could also be holding on to limiting beliefs with money, with yourself, like who you are, like, oh my gosh, like I am who my mother who was passive aggressive said that I was. So it's like, you still holding on to those beliefs, even though you might've learned otherwise your subconscious is still holding on to them. So we have to rewire that. And there's also a fear of letting go. So you might have some kind of control issues. So I think all of us have control issues in one area of, or the other. I'm not really a big controller with a lot of things, except for when it has to do with holding other people accountable. So like if my husband says that he's going to be ready in five minutes, like, and he's ready in like 10 or 15 minutes, like that really irritates me. And I take that as an attack on me. Like, oh, you don't care what I'm saying. You don't care that, you know, you said five minutes, but you took 10 minutes. Like that's where I'm like really controlling at. And so I want you to see where you are controlling it. Cause some people are more controlling with time. Some people are more controlling with money. Some people are really controlling with getting other people to do things or with their food. You know, some of us do. So just kind of keep an eye on where your control issues are. Okay. And then it says for the affirmation, I comfortably and easily release the old and welcome the new in my life. I am safe. And that's the really big part is at the bottom is I am safe. Really need you to know that because whatever happened to you in the past, past in your childhood, young adulthood, or even in a past life, it can no longer hurt you move forward. Okay. So now we are going to go on to blood pressure. I thought this was a good one. And so there's also high blood pressure and low blood pressure. So let's first start with the hypertension, the high blood pressure, and it says longstanding emotional problem, not solved. Okay. So as soon as I said that, and you're dealing with high blood pressure, what came up? what came up? Even if you don't have high blood pressure, what came up? Who did you just not think of? What kind of situation that you just thought of? Because that's going to be your clue. And I feel like this has been happening for many years and Spears been trying to get you to heal from it. And maybe you feel it doesn't need your attention, or maybe you felt like you're healed enough from it. You need to visit again. Okay. And the affirmation is I joylessly release the past. I am at peace. I release the past. I am at peace. Love it. 
keep on going though. Cause I feel like there's going to need, you're going to need more than just that affirmation. You're going to need to like a therapist journaling it out, getting some kind of mentor or professional involved with what you have went through and what you need to release. And it's really interesting. I'm not sure if you know this or not, but there's coaches out there for like every single thing that you have ever went through. There's like menopause coaches and there is, you know, daughters from, you know, passive aggressive mothers or whatever. And so many things out there. So you can Google it, find someone to maybe they have a free Facebook group and you're going to soak up all of that kind of content. All right. Low blood pressure, lack of love as a child, defeatism. What's the use? It won't work anyway. Ooh, this is so good because my blood pressure has always been a little low and I'm just, I don't mean to like throw her under the bus or bring her out here, but I just have to tell you, I got to tell my sister this too, because she also has been told like lower blood pressure, but it's always been on the low side. It's not usually too, too low for me. Sometimes it does get really low. Um, but the lack of love as a child, bam. And here's the thing, the high blood pressure where it said like emotional problem, not solved. How I told you to look into like, what was the first thing that came up? My mom came up and then with the low blood pressure, it's like lack of love as a child. Oh my God. Could this be any more accurate? Okay. So affirmation is I now choose to live in enjoyous. Now my life is a joy living in the now. I now choose to live in every joyous. Now my life is a joy. And I don't know why, but I'm really feeling this affirmation being good in the morning. Like when you first wake up. So definitely look into that. And now we're moving on to breathing issues. I know that we kind of talked about asthma, but just in case you have any other kind of breathing issues, I wanted to go over them. And they are, according to Louise Hay, fear or refusal to take in life fully, not feeling the right to take up space or even exist. Wow. That resonates as well, because I remember my my mother who adopted me, Darlene, she was like, Heather, you need to be able to take up space. Cause I wasn't as assertive and confident as I am now. She was like, come on. And she would teach me how to sit in chairs and stuff like that. She's like, take up space. You matter too. what your thoughts are, what you love, what you want to do is completely like yours and you need to explore them. And it's really funny because I got to tell you something. I hope you don't mind me just sharing this quick story. So we recently took a day trip to Atlanta and I told my husband, I'm like, wow, don't you think it's so crazy how you go ahead and, you know, we're always going on trips because it's things that you love to do. Like we went to the UK for a few weeks because he loves the uh, the band Big Country from like the 80s or whatever. It's not country music. And just so you know, it's big country in the UK because you loved that. We went to Atlanta because he fell in love with Stranger Things and Vampire Diaries. And then, of course, I did afterwards, but I didn't like it as at first. Um, we went to New Orleans because he loves the originals, you know, so it's really funny. And he was like, man, I feel really bad about that because, you know, there's nothing that you really love that we go and kind of do, which that's not true because um, I just go by myself. <laughs> but anyway, the thing is, he loves that, but I just love traveling. And so that's the thing. He was like, I think that you just love to go anywhere. And I'm like, yeah, I love to go to have new experiences. And so I'm basically using whatever my husband likes as leverage to get what I want, which is 
just to have new experiences, just to have fun. And I don't even care what we're doing. And if I ever do find something that I absolutely just love, like, I don't know, some kind of TV show that I'm just like, oh my God, I'm just going to die, you know, um, then I'll do it. But I really do like Stranger Things and all those, all those kinds of stuff. So I just kind of wanted to let you know that because it's like, I do feel that I take up space now, but I don't know. It's just like I could go ahead and manipulate my surroundings to get a little bit more what I want and to live fully on life. So I just wanted you to keep that in the back of your mind as you move forward. And here's the affirmation. It is my birthright to live life fully and freely. I am worth loving. I now choose to live life fully. And you know what I want you to do? I want you to think first before saying this. What does living life fully look like to you? Because I'll be honest, I always thought that it was like traveling the world and not having like a day job and things like that and being able to work anywhere and not work at all. But the thing is, it's like, okay, am I flying first class on all these? Because man, I hate having to like wait till everybody gets off the plane, wait to get into the plane. And then I hate the freaking plane having to be delayed and things like that. And I'm like, oh, and then like the Ubers to and from the airport. And I don't know. Sometimes it's not the greatest freaking hotel. Sometimes it is. I don't, I'm not positive that I really love traveling, but I want to travel a little bit more to see if I should get it out of my system. Just like with camping. I thought that I loved camping until I went a few times and I'm like, um, no, I'm not a camper. So I want you to think about that. What does living life fully look like to you? Okay, we're going to move on to one that's kind of funny. Hope you don't mind me bringing this one up, but this is cellulite. So a lot of women deal with cellulite. And believe me, I think that it's like 95 or 98% of women have cellulite. And I thought this was really interesting because it says stored anger and self-punishment. And I think it's kind of funny because as we get older and our body changes too, or you might have cellulite now and you didn't before, or it might've gotten worse, then what do we do? We just harp on ourselves, you know, and then we start being even more mean to each other, which probably, guess what? According to this, it might actually give us more freaking cellulite. So stop doing that, number one. And number two, if you stop doing this, which is that self-punishment and hating on yourself and hating on the beautiful freaking body that God gave you, then guess what? You'll probably either fall in love with your cellulite, not mind it anymore. And then guess what? It might even help it out a little bit. It's just like our stretch marks and things like that, that, you know, you get when you have a child or whatever, or you overcome a surgery and you have this scar, you're not looking at it like you hate it or you shouldn't. Okay. You should go ahead and be like, wow, I survived that. You know, I have a scar on my freaking forehead that kind of blends in with my fine lines on my forehead from my skin cancer. But when I see it, I don't see it as, oh my gosh, there's my horrible scar. I'm like, yep, I survived that. I'm a freaking warrior. Just like with my, my, my scars all over, man. I've had so many freaking surgeries. I'm like, Hey, I survived this. You know, this is freaking awesome. So the same thing with your cellulite, you know, at least you have you enjoy it. Okay. And then going ahead and loving yourself more. And then guess what? It's going to be a win-win either a, it's going to help decrease the cellulite or B it's going to help you love yourself anymore. And you won't care about your cellulite and microphone drop. All right. Now we are going on to circulation, just in case you have any kind of circulation problems. And it says represents the ability to feel and express emotions in positive ways. 100% that is me, especially when um, my feet are cold and my hands are cold. And the affirmation is going to be, I am free to circulate love and joy in every part of my world. I love life. I'm going to read it again. I am free to circulate love and joy in 
every part of my world. I love life in your world. You are dreaming your own dream right now. Everybody else is dreaming their own dream. You get to create whatever you want in this life for you, by you, okay? And I want you to start feeling that power that you have, that you can slowly and a little bit change your life. Now, I understand how hard that can be, especially like, I don't know about you, but like my husband, he's more particular than me. I am way more laid back, but I do not like my house. Like that's the biggest thing. Like we're doing small renovations and stuff, but I have to do little things that make me happy in my world. And so I'll start slowly adding things to the house to make me a little bit happier, even though it drives him crazy. But it's like, hey, you can't always make everybody else happy. You can make little steps to make yourself happy. And then maybe the changes that you're making aren't going to be so drastic for them. So I'll go ahead and I'll move something in the living room. I'll go ahead and add something to the kitchen. It's starting to make me feel a little bit better. And it's not really just blowing the roof off of them and their own little world. So maybe you go ahead and if you want to travel or do something, you go ahead and you start looking at Airbnbs that are near you and you start going off a little bit, taking little baby steps. And then the people that are around you aren't going to just think, that you're cuckoo for coconuts. Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. I'm not positive that one did. Okay. So cold. So if you have a cold, which I know a lot of people have colds now, and this is what it says too much going on at once, mental confusion, small hurts. And it says, I get three colds every winter type of belief. So the reason why they're saying this is because Wayne Dyer was actually in the back of a taxi one day and, you know, he got into a conversation with the driver and the driver was like, oh yeah, I don't believe that any of these things happen. Like my, my thoughts don't create my reality. And she was like, I just get a cold every single winter. That's just how it is. Or I get three colds or whatever it was. And he was like, well, I don't get a cold every winter. And she's like, well, you must be the lucky one because I get three colds every winter. And then he's like, well, isn't it kind of funny that you believe that you do and you do. And I believe I don't. And therefore I don't. So that's something to think about. And it says for the affirmation, I allow my mind to relax and be at peace. Clarity and harmony are within me and around me all as well. And I feel a lot of hot water. I feel like almost like a bubble bath needs to take place. I feel like a lot of R and R and just kind of chilling. And once you get better, I feel like things just need to change if you have a cold. So this means either better scheduling, less things on your schedule, taking more time to relax. You know, there's just so much going on. You really need to like get some of those things off of your plate. Okay. We're going on now to ear issues. I thought that would be interesting just in case anybody has any of those kinds of ear ear issues. And it says like earaches and things like that. Anger, not wanting to hear too much turmoil, parents arguing. And so, man, I feel like also too, like if you have the intermittent stuff that could be stuff from the past bleeding into the present. And the affirmation is harmony surrounds me. I listen with love to the pleasant and the good. I am a center for love. It's really letting you know that you're no longer that product of your environment, that you can truly trust where you are now. All right, now we're going to go to eye problems. There's a couple different ones, um, but however, a lot with the eyes have to do with the representing the capacity to clearly see the past, present, and future. So you might not be seeing it correctly. And what I mean by this is, you know, 
if you can really adapt the philosophy that life is happening for you and not to you, that'd be great. And it just kind of reminds me of like, you keep on getting red lights and things like that. And nothing is working for you to leave like in the morning. And then all of a sudden, you know, you find out that a meeting was canceled or there was a car accident and you're like, oh, thank God that I didn't leave when I did because I would have been involved in that. So there's something along those lines. You have to really, really keep on trusting that life is happening for you. And with this affirmation is I see with love and joy. Okay. I think that is absolutely perfect. And with joy is the biggest thing that I think is standing out um, for that one. Okay. Now, this is going to be the one of the great ones. Because we were talking about this during Coffee and Cards on Sunday. And that is if you were overweight. So I'm going to go over just overall. And then if you store fat in your arms, in your belly, in your hips, or in your thighs. So let's get right to it. Overall weight is going to be about oversensitivity, often represents fear, and shows a need for protection. Fear may be a cover for hiding anger and a resistance to forgive. And I just want you to absorb that. Think about that, what that means for you. Now the affirmation is, I am protected by divine love. I am always safe and secure. I am willing to grow up and take responsibility for my life. I forgive others. And now I create my own life the way I want it. I am safe. Okay, that was a good one. Now going on to arms specifically, if you hold weight in your arms, that is anger at being denied love. And the affirmation is, it is safe for me to create all the love I want. And that is it. That's a good affirmation, short and to the point, right? Belly. Anger at being denied nourishment. Ooh, that's interesting. And the affirmation is, I nourish myself with spiritual food and I am satisfied and free. That's really interesting because I didn't know that being denied nourishment. I don't know about that. But if that resonates with you, take it. However, I did read maybe in one of her other books too, that when you store weight in the belly, you're protecting yourself. Because if you think about it, like your um, sacred chakra is right there, relationship with yourself. So a lot of times we hold belly fat because we are scared of being seen by our true self. So we are hiding parts of ourselves that we don't want other people to see. Okay. In your hips. So if that's where you store fat, it is lumps of stubborn anger at the parents. Ooh, I think this one works with me. And it says for the affirmation, I am willing to forgive the past. It is safe for me to go beyond my parents' limitations. So definitely doing that healing work with your family, specifically your parents. All right, within your thighs, packed childhood anger, often rage at the father. Oh my gosh, this is so funny because my thighs have gotten so big, but that's okay. I don't mind them. And this is so accurate for me. And so the affirmation is, I see my father as a loveless child and I forgive easily. We are both free, 100%. Like I totally look at my dad totally different now. Instead of looking at my dad as a person that was supposed to know better, I look at him as a, a guy who had a kid and didn't know what the heck he was doing and stuff like that. And he's human and he's broken. And he comes probably from a family that was messed up too. You know, it's not like he had this glorious freaking childhood. And then he was like, you know, I just really want to purposely mess up one of my only daughters. <laughs> you know, so I see him completely different now. So that might help you too as we move forward. Uh, now we're going on to fatigue. 
Fatigue is resistance, boredom, lack of love for what one does. And a couple of things here, what I want to say though, is I feel like this is more of like a chronic fatigue. I think that that is like almost like life beating you up. And if you have all of a suddenly started feeling a lot more fatigue, it's because you need to change things up. You need to do something different. You need to learn about what lights you on fire and maybe start doing that because maybe that is going to change some of the other things within your body. And then that will help bring that energy back. And so the affirmation is, I am enthusiastic about life and filled with energy and enthusiasm. So I know one thing, when I wake up here in Michigan, it is a completely different feeling than when I wake up in freaking Vegas, okay? In Vegas, I'm living off of sunshine and freaking just, I don't even know energy. I don't eat in Vegas. I don't gamble in Vegas. I don't drink in Vegas. I just basically walk. That's all I do in Vegas. And I tell you what, I am just like, ah, because I am enthusiastic. I have that energy and here. I'm like a little baby. I need food. I need water. I don't need to walk thousands, zillion miles a day. So, all right. So now we're going to go into the finger issues. Remember I told you, this is really interesting. So fingers represent the details in life. So if all of your fingers are hurting, use this affirmation. I am peaceful with the details of life. Now, specific fingers, the thumb rep represents intellect and worry. Ooh, this is a good one. The affirmation is my mind is at peace. The index finger represents ego and fear. And the affirmation is, I am secure. The middle finger represents anger and sexuality. And the affirmation is, I am comfortable with my sexuality. The ring finger represents unions and grief. And the affirmation, I am peacefully loving. I am peacefully loving. The little finger represents the family and pretending. So that means allowing yourself, maybe other people to think that everything's okay, maybe when it's not. And the affirmation is I am myself with my family of life. Mm, that's a good one. Now, if you are having, let's see, I am going to say foot issues really quick. If foot issues are fear of the future and not stepping forward in life. And the affirmation is I move forward in life with joy and ease. Okay, here's a good one, which I didn't even think it was a problem, but it is gray hair. So if you got gray hair, dude, I've been having gray hair since I was 13. I'm right there with you. So it says stress, a belief in pressure and strain, which is so true. But the, this is where I got to give a little disclaimer, right? Because some of these things are not just about mental stuff. Do you think that I had stress when I was 13? Oh my God, yes. But I also had, I was on steroids for a very long time because I was very, very sick and I was in the hospital um, for a while. And the, some of the medication they put me on caused um, my gray hair. And so just kind of think about that a little bit. It might not be just this. Um, and the affirmation is I am at peace and comfortable in every area of my life. I am strong and capable. Love that. Now we're going on to headaches. Before I get into the headache situation, I just have to tell you that a lot of people, especially if you're listening to me, you're going to have an open crown chakra, which is the top of your head, and probably also an open third eye chakra, which is basically between your eyebrows and slightly up a little bit, kind of like the middle of your forehead. And that's where your third eye is. And that is how you receive spiritual communication is going to be from the top of your head or through that third eye. And then when you do that, you are allowing the energy to come through you. But what happens is a lot of times we stop because we get scared or we are unsure. And then that energy builds up in our head. And that can also create headaches, create allergies, it can create sinus issues, earaches, and the like. So I always say if you're practicing doing readings or whatever, always have a notebook with you and just keep on writing it all out just to keep that energy flowing so it doesn't get stuck. 
All right, but we'll see what Louise Hay says. She says, invalidating the self, self-criticism, and fear. Wow, that is great. Like, as in, I know that you probably resonate with that. Now, the affirmation is, I love and approve of myself. I see myself and what I do with the eyes of love. I am safe. Let me say that again. I see myself and what I do with eyes of love. I am safe. Mm. All right, we're going to go into injuries now. So if you're one of those people that keep on hurting themselves, this is going to be for you. Anger at the self feeling guilty. I now release anger in positive ways. I love and appreciate myself. Wow. Like microphone drop. Can we do microphone drop? Okay. All right. Now we're moving on to joint issues. All right. Joints represents changes in direction in life and the ease of these movements. The affirmation is I easily flow with change. My life is divinely guided and I am always going in the best direction. So if you're having any kind of joint problems, don't be so scared of the direction that you're going going ahead and just allowing it and seeing all the goodness with it. One thing that's really coming up is we're going to get to it, which is like menopause, but it's like when you have menopause and you're getting older, you get joint issues. And a lot of times, uh, a lot of us are resistant to getting older. And so is that not kind of crazy that it brings up that, you know, we're kind of fearful that we're, you know, not always going in the right direction. If we have joint problems, totally makes sense. So trusting that process and then being like, this affirmation says, I am always going in the best direction. Maybe that will help at the fair minimum. Maybe it'll just help ease a little bit of that discomfort in your joints. Oh, right. We're going to move on really quick to, are you ready? Knee issues. And that is stubborn ego and pride, inability to bend, fear and flexibility and won't give in. And the affirmation is forgiveness, understanding, compassion. I bend and flow with ease. And all is well. That's pretty straightforward. Okay, now we're going to go into the one that I think that all of us have been waiting for. No, I'm just kidding. Is the menopause. All right, so menopause is fear of no longer being wanted, fear of aging, self-rejection, not feeling good enough. Now, see, here's another reason why I don't like this is because, you know, it's not like we chose to go into menopause. It's a natural thing that women do. And then same thing with my thing, it's like, I didn't go into menopause because I was a fear of aging. I think that a menopause created me to, you know, have that fear, like, oh my gosh, I'm so young, you know, having to be in this. So I just want to keep that there. But I feel like these menopause problems may make us feel this way. They may make us feel like we're no longer wanted or the fear of aging. Cause, oh my gosh, I 100% like felt that. And then my family would be like, oh my God, what are you? You're not 50 years old. And I'm like, oh my God, I have a 50 year old body. No feel blessed that you got to go through this. I know it sounds kind of crazy, but a lot of people don't get to do it. Okay. And cause they don't live that long, those kinds of things, or they, or maybe they went through it even younger. I know some people that went through menopause because of surgical issues and medical issues at like 19. So anyways, it says not feeling good enough, which is a big one. Now the affirmation is I am balanced and peaceful and changes of all cycles. And I bless my body with love. And I really feel like this is one that we should do like in the shower, you know, when we're taking our bath, that's going to be great. Um, repeat, repeat it. It says I am balanced and peaceful in all changes and, and cycles. And I bless my body with love. I thought that was good. Okay. So now just for you know, I don't even know entertainment and stuff. I want to look at seizures just in case that you guys have anybody that you know with seizures. And it talks about running away from the family, from the self or from life, 
Oh, 100%. Because if you read my book, Anxiety to Angels, that's exactly what was happening. It was because my grandma just passed away and it was all crazy. I, I If I could have ran away, I freaking would have. Okay. My life was just like ah, scary and, you know, I would have ran away. And so the affirmation is I am at home in the universe. I am safe and secure and understood. And I feel that way now. Maybe that's the reason why my seizures went away, which ended up being seizures, ended up being narcolepsy, cataplexy attacks. I'm going to repeat this just in case I am at home in the universe. I am safe and secure and understood. Bam. Okay. So now we're going to go to our last one, which is snoring. And that is stubborn refusal to let go of old patterns. So if you have a mate, or maybe it is you who is a snorer, are you like that? Do you have a stubborn tendency about you? Are you one of those that won't let things go or things have to be your way or the highway? Or maybe you just look back on some things and you're like, I don't care what anybody says. That is what it is. Perhaps maybe if you just let go a little bit of that, maybe you will start to feel better. Maybe you won't snore so much. And so the affirmation that you can use or tell your your person to use is I release all that is unlike love and joy in my mind. I move from the past into the new and fresh and vital. Mm. I release all that is unlike love and joy in my mind. I move from the past into the new and fresh and vital. Mm. I hope that you love this. Or let me know what your biggest takeaway is. I would love to hear it. So message me on Facebook or shout me out on Instagram. And I hope that you stay healthy and you stay happy and you join the Coffee and Cards Club. Don't forget the link is in the show notes. And just reach out to me if you need anything at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com. And I will see you soon.